Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Knobcast. Qatar 22 World Cup is now over and complete. We've seen all the matches. We've seen all the storylines, all the drama, and it ended in a glorious moment in respect of football. Probably the moment most neutrals would have wanted. And Lionel Messi, who was already the undisputed greatest of all time, solidifies his legacy and status. Argentina win the World Cup on penalties in maybe the best ever World Cup final, or certainly the best in uh, recent memory today Gasky and I that's Gasky by the way opposite me hello Gasky hello hi lovely stuff uh, Gasky and I we're going to be talking about the final itself uh, which Argentina won on penalties 4-2 that game being 3-all uh, after extra time we'll also be giving our team uh, of the tournament and also our team of the tournament just using one uh, one player per nation uh or one nation per player, whichever way around is correct, just to make a bit more variety in terms of the team and the tournament so they're not all full of, like, French and Argentinian and Moroccan uh, players. Uh, but, yeah, uh, there we go. That is the uh, structure for today's uh, podcast. And, Gasky, just World Cup's now over. Uh, how did you find mm. it? How did you uh, enjoy it? I thought, I thought it was a very, very good World Cup. There was a lot of games where edgy seat moments is what you want to see. A lot of, a lot of times where I was texting my family and my friends saying people don't actually like football in this world there's people then people exist mm -hmm. and there's just so many games that like the group that the group that should have been germany and spain to walk through and by the there was like a five minute period where they were both going out and that was all happening then we had the podcast where i mentioned about is it too risky to have all the these big teams get knocked out at the start and then have no good knockout games we got spoiling the knockout rounds as well with shocks, and it all carried on all the way to the final. So I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was really enjoyable, wasn't it? Uh, if you want our thoughts on England specifically and all the matches pre-final, and then go check out the other podcast. We're specifically going to be talking about the final, and when we get to the team of the tournament, we'll be like rounding up those players' performances as well. But as I say, it was Argentina three, France three, Argentina World Cup winners. France have been a really weird one. This World Cup, I've not, I've not been impressed with them. Sounds weird because they got to a final. I don't even think they've been the third most impressive team. Never mind the second most impressive. And they illustrated in that first half how truly ter terrible they were. Uh, I think. Yeah, definitely. They, they were very. I, th I think most teams in the World Cup were very on par. Just you know, they were okay. Hmm. And I feel like the team who played above par won. Basically, won the tournament, um, which is which is fair. Uh, yeah, I think they just it was weird. Like the, the first half and the first maybe sixty minutes, just they felt flat. You know, it's like the that thing about them potentially being ill and just kind yeah. of there. You know, that just felt lethargic. You know, they couldn't run and there was just no energy in them. And I feel I feel, I feel like the only reason they got back in the game was Argentina were tired. They were pressing constantly for 60, 65 minutes, and then they just died. And then Mbappe took his chance. So that's all it. That's all it seemed to me, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad it, because if France won that game, people would have been. I think most people would just be like, "Wow, how yeah. have they won that game?" Well, we saw against the Netherlands that Argentina can look like they're totally in charge of a game. One goal goes in, and ten minutes later, that from a, that was the same situation as well. They were two 0 yeah. up with barely any time left to go. They concede one. And throughout the whole game, they've been fine. One goes in, second one comes in ten minutes later. So weak defensively. Yeah. But for me, it's as if that the, for the for the from the coach's perspective, that's his eleven. As soon as that eleven is tiring, he's not like I'm going to bring someone else on. 
but you know, I felt like you you see that DePaul was tiring, Fernandez was tiring that midfield. They've been pressing all game. You know, the attackers started to press a bit less. France were getting more of the ball. Change it. Bring get some more legs on, and he didn't. And then it was too old before you know it. Uh, very bizarre first half. The way it was going, it could have been a demolition. I thought Di Maria was exceptional. Yes. I think I think he was injured since the group stages. So I remember watching that, thinking, "God, I, for I forgot Di Maria plays for Argentina." I, I felt felt yeah. like I've not seen him this World Cup. That's a, that's three. So the three finals Argentina have won. Now he's scored an offer. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, well, there you go. Well, and uh, and he he was he was a menace in that first half. Won the penalties. Well, was. terrible I mean, play by Dembele. Dembele subbed off as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dembele had one of the worst. I, I think, I can't remember which paper it was or which football thing it was, they refused to give him a rating. He was that bad. He, oh, he played um, five minutes in the game in NA. The keep, I think. <laughs> yeah, the keep thing in NA, just a no rating. Yeah, ter terrible. <laughs> um, Di Maria had him on strings, and then obviously, uh, which led to a penalty. It was a soft penalty, but hey, a penalty is a penalty, so I don't think, no complaints about that. The second goal was arguably goal of the tournament in respect of... Um, the, the way it was constructed for team goal yeah it was it was exceptional you know pulled the player out that pass for Messi makes it look easy it's not mm -hmm. and then just a brilliant build up yeah just absolutely fantastic yeah it was wonderful it started it was Alvarez pressing France uh it comes to Messi out, outrageous out, outside the foot uh, ball as you say Alvarez plays it to McAllister first time to Di Maria clips it over um, I feel like that Paris. shows well how how good Alvarez is most players win that ball back they stop he he carried he kept going he saw the gap appear and he went in it that's yeah. what makes him a fantastic striker yeah and then Deschamps uh very brave uh took, made two big changes rightfully so rightfully yeah. so you, you two nil down in the World Cup final don't sit down it go and bloody sorry out yeah uh, Dembele came off Giroud came off uh, as well uh, maybe there was a touch of the that bug slash illness that's been going around I don't know but they came off and. There wasn't an immediate impact in the second yeah. half, um, and it did require. I believe it was an Otamendi um, awful tackle in like the 80th minute. That's that to me. Show, um, yeah, that to me shown like was a bit worrying. Like you know, Argentina were not the best defensively, but that was the first sniff they had running a goal, and you gave away a penalty. It was a bit mm, yeah, and a bit dodgy. I, I think it took France until like the 60th minute to get a shot on goal as well but a lot of people were talking about like um them you know was it Tor Toram and Colomuane who yes. came on but I think Coleman changed that game he came on in that center and as they were tiring Argentina he was getting all the space he wanted he was winning the ball back high up and I felt like that's what sped him up a bit Camavinga was well when he came on as well and that changed the game yeah and obviously a Di, Di Maria went off as well so there was a bit less attacking impetus yeah. from Argentina maybe wanting to hold on to their lead and then as we know uh, Otamendi did a silly, gave away a penalty. Um, I actually went to go to the toilet after the penalty went in because I was desperate. I was like, right, I'll, I, a minute later, I come back and it's two all. And it's like, what? And I see the highlight and it's an unbelievable finish by Mbappe. It's a cracking finish, yeah. Outrageous volley. Um, but again, it was poor, poor defending again. It was just lazy. Just yeah. You've just left him unmarked and not got back to your position. Lazy, maybe tired as well. Um, yeah. Just yeah. conceded. So, uh, you know, a bit all up in the air yeah. that sort of thing went to extra time and then again you think Messi's done it uh, with the uh, uh, off the line which wasn't quite off the line uh, which counts as a goal and then again Argentina give away a penalty for no good reason it's just I those handballs for me I don't get you, you're jumping in the air why is your arm out there no <laughs> I just yeah. don't get it at I, all I, I don't know and then but then it, it was three all and then again France had a chance to win it at the end didn't it was, they? Th that was that save that save is hardly won at them that mm -hmm. 
I, I think if someone saw a camera angle of the France bench, they were ready to jump on the pitch. Yeah. Because he was like, this is a goal and he's a cracking save. Yeah. And then I don't know how Martinez pulled that that far wide at the other end. <laughs> Which is just incredible. Yeah, well, th- those saves are as good as a goal, aren't they, to be yeah, honest? Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, it went, went to the penalty shootout. Uh, France poor in the shootout, to be honest. It was Komen and Chouamini who missed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you know what you know what's coming when you're in a Martinez's world, though. Oh, he, God, he, yeah. He puts you in a cage. You're in, you know, you've got it at the, uh, the Argentina end. You're in a cage. It's just you and him. Silence. You're in, he's in your head. Throws the ball away, which is complete shithousery. Yeah. I'm not sure I agree with that, but... You know, eventually got booked, mm-hmm. and he just he gets in your head. Yeah, and then Messi obviously ultimately winning. I tell you what, they did. Both teams did right though, which Brazil didn't. They had their best penalty takers first. I like that a lot. Good yeah. to see. When I saw Mbappe and Messi take their first, I thought that is what you do. You put your best first. Mm-hmm. Start as you mean to go on. Uh, although it obviously didn't help France. And, uh, and also, just to mention as well, all these people who say, saying, oh, why is Kane taking the second penalty when he missed it for England? Mbappe took three and put it all three past him. Your best player takes penalties. You don't just start changing them. You yeah. let him take the penalties. Yeah, I, 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 don't, yeah, I don't agree with changing penalty takers uh, for, for no good reason. Yeah. Uh, so yes, and uh, let me get the lovely image. Messi win the World Cup. Uh, it's, it's all wonderful. Uh, it's, it's the best storyline that could have happened, really. Uh, this is Messi's last World Cup. Although apparently it's not his last ever game for Argentina. He has said he's not going to retire. Uh, which is interesting. So I wonder if he'll be at another Copper America or... Yeah, it's good that he wants to play as a champ- world champion. That's yeah. good. Uh, which, which I really rate. And yeah, and, and that that was the uh, uh, that was the match for me. The better team won. Um, yeah, I, I thought definitely. that France were very fortunate to be in a final. I thought they not fluked their way through, but I didn't think they outplayed England. I didn't think they outplayed Morocco. I certainly didn't think they, out- they outplayed Argentina across the whole game. Yeah, I think they, they, yeah, they outplayed Morocco for about 20 minutes. And that was about about it. And then Morocco just on top. I feel, I feel like, <laughs> without sounding too biased, um, if we're going to go off performances through the World Cup, I think an England England Argentina final would have been, in terms of quality of the football, would probably would have been the best to get that you could have got. But yeah, the best the best team in the total tournament won, I think, which is which is good to see. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And as I say, Messi finally gets his uh, World Cup. Uh, so that was that. Uh, Mbappe. Is now the highest scorer in World Cup finals or something like that. Uh, with, yeah, uh, four, with four, yeah. four or five goals, something like that. So yeah. that's obscene. Obviously, won the Golden Boot. And he's, well, is well. he four? He's on, is he on 12 as well? He's four off the record in all World yeah, Cup finals. He's definitely going to break that quite Oh, no. He's got another three World Cups to go. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that, was the, uh, that was the World Cup final. A very, very exciting game. Uh, can't remember a better. Uh, World Cup final in terms yeah. of a, in terms of entertainment anyway. Um, if, I mean, it took, it took what sixty minutes to get going, but fifty percent of the game was the best. The fifty percent of it was just a bit. Well, this is this is a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, it was, it was very one sided. Uh, they didn't turn into yeah. something really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in fairness, as we we've uh, applauded De- uh, Deschamps for that making the hard decision, yeah. uh, but nevertheless the correct one. Uh, so that was a thing. Uh, Gasky, shall we get into our teams of the tournament, or did you want to say anything else about the uh, World Cup final? uh, In particular, wonderful stuff. Okay, so, we're going to do two teams of the tournament. Uh, We're going to be doing just our overall one, and then we're going to be doing one where you can only pick one player per nation, just to make it a bit more interesting. Uh, So, Gasky, please give me your goalkeeper and defence for your team of the tournament, please, and we'll talk through this. Goalkeeper and defence. I have gone for Ivankovic in goal. 
Okay. And I've got Hakimi, Vardyol, Saiz, and I was cheeky and put Perisic a left-back because I couldn't decide when I wanted to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to uh, t- talk me through some of those performances so, at this World uh, Cup? Yeah, so for Levankovic, it was between him and Mar- Martinez. I just felt Levankovic, when you look at the statistics, he made a, a lot of saves, you know, won, they won, what, two, two penalty shootouts? Um, and, yeah, I just felt overall he was a big part of Croatia's run to the semi-finals. Uh, Hakimi, I struggled to pick a right back. I mean, Delo played well, but I think Hakimi was just showed his level of how, you know, in that Morocco squad, how good he is. Uh, Vardyol was fantastic, 20 years old and running basically controlling the defence for Croatia. Uh, I had to have another Moroccan defender in there considering they don't concede. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, until later on in the tournament, but yeah, and I thought Persis was fantastic the whole way through the tournament. Uh, I know I've only picked two countries there for the whole defence, but that is what it is. That's fine. <laughs> well, Perisic, you know, I felt Perisic played well. It was like, difficult to put him in that left wing. And then as soon as he played that game at left left back, I felt, you know, I'm not having him in. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fair enough. So, yeah. Um, mine is, uh, we, have, we haven't told each other our, our teams, by the way, so we are reacting to these for the first time, I think. Um, in goal, I've gone uh, for the Moroccan goalkeeper uh, and, and, the, and the lead singer of U2, Bono. Um, I've also got the two Moroccan fullbacks, Hakimi and uh, Mazraoui. Uh, I've got uh, Vardiol as well from Croatia, who had a really good tournament apart from the one game, but that was because Messi's Messi. And you'd say the one game, it was just that one probably good moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, and I've also gone for John Stones, who I Ooh. thought was borderline flawless this tournament. I can't really think of any time where he made a a genuine error or he could have done better for a goal or better defensively. I thought Stones is not a flashy defender. He does his job uh, very calmly and very quietly, um, but he just makes it look really uh, effortless and easy. And I thought Stones was sensational as woke up, to be honest. Um, as I say, uh, uh, Masri. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, you, you touched on Hakimi. You can, maybe you could make an argument for Walker, but maybe Fingham got a bit further, but I don't think so. I think Hakimi takes it. Uh, left back's probably the position I struggled with the most. Um, I don't like Tio Hernandez as a as a as a person. No, he, he, <laughs> no, he, he was he was very hit and miss. I so. thought I thought it was yeah I thought yeah. it was borderline poor nothing, at times. Yeah, uh, nothing nothing special. Yeah, when he was asked to to do some defensive work, uh, yeah, he, defensive work, he rugby tackles back to mount to the ground. So yeah. And, and and even even in the final against uh, Argentina, I thought he I thought he got run around far too easily. Yeah. He's got a hard job to be fair. And Mbappe doesn't track back, so it's hard for him. But yeah, at the yeah, same time, a, there's definitely an effect there, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. So and then uh, as I've talked about Stones and then a Guardiola. You've already uh, touched him. So yeah. So similar. So it, mine's very Moroccan focused, which is fair enough because they had one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the whole yeah. uh, tournament. Uh, Gaski, uh, give me a midfield, please. So midfield, I've gone for Griezmann. Yeah, Amrabat yep. and Enzo Fernandez. Okay, tell me more. So uh, Griezmann, I felt was the best player in the whole French squad. Uh, he, Agreed. for some reason, he's different. He's one of them players where at international level, he's just different, different gravy. Um, I believe, I believe he's. I might be wrong here, but I believe he's played for France seventy odd games consecutively. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's a re- it. Shows why he's just he's instrumental to connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amrabat was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. The, no the, he was the one that's... The, when we spoke about the counter-attacks and how well they are at transition, he was the heart of that. He was starting that transition and he was just brilliant defensively as well. 
And Enzo Fernandez, I felt, was the heart of that, actually, the midfield to win the World Cup. You know, best young player he got in there. Um, he was, yeah, he was just, he just got a fantastic goal and he was just brilliant all around the pitch. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I've, uh, mine's similar, two-thirds of the same. I've gone Amrabat uh, uh, and defensive midfield. That is, he's got that lockdown. He should surely be in every single play, uh, play, uh, person's uh, uh, team of the tournament. Uh, I've also gone for Griezmann in attacker midfield. I thought he was the second or uh, at, at the worst third best player of the tournament. Certainly France's best player. Um, he didn't really have a bad game uh, apart from like he had 15 minutes against Tunisia, but I, you can't really uh, critique yeah, him for yeah, that. Exactly. Um, and I thought that not only was he really good just throughout the tournament, some of his goal contributions, like against England, for example, he was like a man of the match for France. But even against like Morocco, he was popping up in defence and midfield at times, clearing away uh, uh, balls and yeah, getting it out. Yeah, but most of it, he was like most of the well when they were starting attacks, he was the one there in the yeah. box, and then he was the one put, making the final pass to the assist. So he's yeah. just everywhere. He, he was uh, genuinely uh, sensational. He <laughs> touched on his importance to uh, France, and I've gone for Modric. Uh, in that final uh, position. To be fair, when I picked Enzo, that was the one I was deciding between that final slot. Yeah, I think Modric yeah. uh, is showing how he's, he's he's sort of like turning into sort of like a Pirlo type in respect of his age doesn't seem to be an issue. A fine wine. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, he was dragging his team uh, towards wins at, at times um, in this competition and ultimately got third place in the competition, uh, beating yeah. Morocco as well. So, but we still, we've got quite a similar team so far. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, Give me your front three, please. Front three, um, Messi, obviously. Where are you uh, playing, Mbappe, Messi? Uh, right wing. Okay. Uh, Mbappe, left wing. Okay. And Alvarez. Okay. Do you want? Do you want we, well, there's no. I mean, we could talk about Messi. I was going to say there's no hey, point Messi, talking about him, but go simple. Yeah. Um, Mbappe. A lot of people will obviously a lot of people will talk about the goals he scored, you know, he golden boot and stuff like that. But also, I think he a lot of these games and stuff, he's he's won himself. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be where they are, wouldn't have got to the final, wouldn't have got to penalty if it weren't for him. Um, Alvarez was just, he's just showing how good he is. He's going to be an absolutely fantastic number nine. He just doesn't stop moving, constantly pressing, he finds the gaps. At his age, he's going to have a fantastic career. But sadly, he's next to Haaland, so they're going to have to play 4 4 2 City, I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, simple. yeah, that's the front three. Fairs, uh, I've also gone for Messi, obviously, player of the tournament by a, by a fair margin. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the first player in his in history to win two, two yeah. golden balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I've got him on the right. Obviously, uh, right. Okay, now <laughs> I'm gonna make 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 a statement. Here. You've got twelve players in your team, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, right. So I think that I think that Olivier Giroud deserves to be in this team because I think he's been brilliant. I think he's one. He's one of my favourite players. Um, certainly one of the more underrated players in in history. I think it's fair to say he's a facilitator. But Alvarez also deserves to be in this team because uh, I, I I don't. I think he's only had like really one bad game. That was against the Netherlands. It's not a coincidence that they played better when he was on the pitch and they played worse when he was off the pitch in terms of his overall team play. Always running around. Um, Oh, was it the was it like the second goal against Croatia, which just summed him up perfectly? Where in the semi final, where it's terrible defending, obviously, but he's running and the defender tries to clear it, it yeah. bounces off he, him, he, keeps he running, yeah, yeah, bounces off him again, proper, proper FIFA goal, and he 
just yeah just give up obviously you could talk about the fact that yeah okay there's luck involved it's gone perfectly back to him every time but most players might just go give up and go oh, i'm not chasing that commit commitment yeah uh now so so i right okay so officially i'm gonna have my front three as your front three i'm gonna have messi or alvarez and mbappe on the left but you're not happy about it. <laughs> I don't want, but I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't, the only reason I'm doing it is mainly because I can't bother with the grief of not putting Mbappe in. I do not think that Mbappe deserves to be in there over Alvarez. And I actually don't care what anyone thinks about that. Before the final, you can't look me in the eye and tell me that Mbappe had a better World Cup up until that point than Alvarez. He just didn't. He, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is fair because I think, which game was it? He scored two. He got two. Who did they play? Uh, he's got the two fantastic goals. Was it in the group? Was it in the group? Oh, sorry, who are we talking about? Mbappe in the oh. group, was it? He scored two, didn't he? And uh, he scored that. Against be- Poland. Two beautiful goals. In Poland. For the Poland game, he was he was brilliant against Poland. That was that was a fantastic game. But yeah, he, I wouldn't say overall I think they, they were better. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think just it's difficult not to put him in. It is, yeah. And um because he he yeah, so he he played well against Australia, scored a goal, played very well against Denmark, I believe he scored twice. Uh, didn't play well against Tunisia, but he only had like 25 minutes. So I'm not really going to have a go at him for that. Yeah. Played very well against Poland, scored two very good goals. I would question the goalkeeping and, and the defending, but still two very good goals. But he was poor against England. Don't care. He was poor against no, he, Morocco. He was, he was very, yeah. The, the, he was he was quiet in them games. Yeah. It's, it's obvious that because he doesn't track back, he's always ready to attack. If a team isn't attacking, he just doesn't do anything. He's very, very similar to Ronaldo. In that regard, unless the team is constantly in the six-yard box or constantly in the final third, you don't you forget he's on the pitch. Yeah, and in the first eighty minutes of that World Cup final, he was poor again. Whereas on the left, in like the first forty minutes or centrally, he was poor. He scored a hat trick, yeah. of course he did, and that's all. All anyone's going to care about is the fact that he got a hat trick in a World Cup final, which hasn't happened since like nineteen sixty-six with Jeff Hurst, I yeah. believe. It's obviously yeah, yeah. a very good thing. Um, all I'm going to say about that is, I, 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 look, I think Mbappe is a world-class player. I'm not trying to undersell him or anything. But all I would say about his hat-trick is two of them were penalties, which he was not involved in at all. And then, and the but second... It, it was, I mean, it was his shot for the second one, <laughs> apart from that. Oh, oh sorry, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think, to be fair, I, I might be misremembering. I, I was very drunk by that point. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so I take that one back. But the first penalty had nothing to do with. The second goal is unbelievable world-class volley. Did little I'm not saying that Mbappe had a bad game, but I am saying for 80 minutes, he was non-existent. And just because he scored two penalties and, and of a yeah. very good volley, that doesn't mean... I don't think he was the best player on the pitch in the final. No. I, I, I felt in, in extra time, he was... He could easily have been the one to win the World Cup for France. Mm. Especially his little dribble he had near the end of the game when he went round about four of them. Yeah. And he he, that, he became unstoppable at that point. But like you said, yeah, for about 70, 80 minutes, he didn't do anything. Yeah. So... And, that, and that's, you know, it's a fair point. But the problem is, it's one of those where, like you said, for the grief, you don't put him in, people assume you're saying you shit. No, you're saying that someone played better throughout yeah, seven I, games. Exactly. And I, I thought I think a better front three would be Messi, Giroud, Alvarez. Um but because Mbappe won the golden boot, that's not acceptable. Technically you could technically you could because Messi theoretically they play four four two. So technically <laughs> <laughs> you could yeah, <laughs> move just, around a bit. I, <laughs> But I'm I'm not that bothered to not put Mbappe in. So I'm 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 putting him in 
but I don't want to put him in because I don't think that... Are you not happy about it? Yeah, I, I don't think that just because you score goals doesn't necessarily mean you've had a good game. Uh, a, player can have a, a player can have a really terrible game, score a, a random goal which wins the game, and no one talks about how bad the game was. They just say, oh, he scored the win, he was brilliant. Well, no, I'm, he was... I'm, I'm pretty sure there was, as a United fan, there was a lot of games last season that Ronaldo did that. Yeah. People talk about, well, yeah, but he scored this many goals. But yeah, but he was shitting most of them games. Yeah, and, and also even, uh, I'll, I'll use a player who I love, Aguero, in, the game, in that infamous game against QPR, he was shit in that whole game. He was so yeah. bad. But, but you forget about you forget about ninety minutes because he because he's won the title exactly. But, <laughs> so but, but he scored the goal. Yeah. And that's all anyone talks yeah. about. And the, and the, and there was another one. Uh, he actually scored a hat trick against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. He didn't have a good game, but he just happened. But he happened to score three goals, and and that's all anyone talks about. He but he was he was rubbish throughout the whole game. Uh, so. Yeah, so I'm putting back. That's, that's, that's what makes it a striker, isn't it? You, you, you score a hat trick while well, you play shit. Yeah, and, <laughs> and 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 if if all a player's responsibility was they are solely a poacher and they're not expected to do anything else, then maybe I could accept it. Well, but that, yeah, that's that's why it's like, it's like what you were saying before about you've got you've got two two centre backs. One gets like Croatia, for example, right? Vardy gets all the plaudits. Lovren's next to him, and they haven't conceded a lot. Lovren didn't play poorly. It's mm. just the other guy played better. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. doesn't mean they won't play poor. Whereas like Giroud play Giroud's job is literally to stand in the box and put the ball in there, and he's one of the best to ever do it. Underrated in that regard. Like he's he's second his goal for England proved that mm-hmm. how good he is. And and because he, he does that, because Mbappe is all stylish with how he plays, he gets talked about more. Yeah. So that's just how it is. Yeah. Just football. So that so therefore I I expect Mbappe to do more than quote, just put it in the back of the net because I'm told that that he is very good at doing everything else. Um mm-hmm. But he's in. He's in the team. Okay, he's in my team of the tournament, guys. Okay, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Um, I, swap over. Yeah. <laughs> Based. And uh, so now we've got our, our next team of the tournament. I, I, I just want to touch on, just because you mentioned centre-half set, I just wanted to talk about, uh, just before we move on to the next team of the tournament, how is this Argentina side sort of... I'm not, not trying to downplay what they've done, because they have been good. Is this the weakest side that's won the world cup since what like i don't know the 21st century is this the weakest it, world cup side winning it's definitely up, it's definitely up there because i can't think of anyone you, weaker well the example is they played 85 minutes without making a sub so clearly he knows there's no squad there mm. you know it's he, he'd rather play uh an enzo fernandez and de paul in midfield running to the ground dead than put bring on a sub so there's obviously nothing. There's nobody on the bench. I don't think to, yeah. to do that. Like if we if we just do look at the ones post 2000 for argument's sake, France in 2018 they were better. Uh, Germany 2014 were better. Spain yeah. in 2010 were better. Yeah. Italy in 2006 were better. Brazil in 2002 were that was better. That was the best team ever. Yeah. <laughs> 2002. So exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm not having a go at them. I just thought it was no. an interesting thought. But it, yeah, it's it's probably in, ter- in terms of like the quality that's there. It's, yeah, because it, let put it this way, their defense isn't good. No. Isn't good. no. You, well, the Netherlands game in the final is evidence that once they're tired, the defense is vulnerable. Mm. And so. if Otamendi is arguably your best centre half, then you're in trouble because he's. He's always, even when he was good for City, yeah. he was always um, inconsistent well, and had a kind of. Well, there's your evidence. Apparently. As we saw. I mean, like, I mean, I'll be fair, I don't like the guy, but Romero was played quite well. Yeah. He, he wasn't poor. Yeah. 
Uh, but even he had a mistake in it was the Saudi Arabia game where he was the game yeah, just yeah. made. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that this World Cup all started with them losing to Saudi Arabia. It's just like and now they've lost to the trophy. It's just like Spain. Cinderella story. It's it? like Spain in twenty ten. Spain lost to Switzerland, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so so now let's do our potentially more interesting teams of the tournament, uh, where, as I say, you're only allowed to, uh, to have one player uh, per nation. So let's work from the front backwards, because I feel like the back well, that, is going to be... That's how I picked it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be where we might be struggling, because yeah, you're naturally yeah. inclined to have the better players in your front yeah. line, therefore you run so, out of teams we start, to go back. Have you got any like very interesting shouts? I've got one very interesting I, shout, and you probably you probably go why. I don't know if they're interesting, but I, I, I've, got, I've got an interesting one. Well, well okay. Well, um, right. uh, let let me have you front three then, please. And also, just to say, I have some picks I've made because I don't want to just pick the same players from okay. the other team. There's That's a couple fine. that are the same, yeah. but so that's our Messi again. That's me. I've seen a shout. Of course. Uh, Gakpo, Netherlands. Good shout. And yeah. Ziyech for Morocco. Ah, interesting. Ziyech played well as well. And I wanted to put a different Moroccan in. That's fair enough. Uh, I've gone for... Uh, I didn't have any gripes about putting Mbappe in this time. He was just my French pick. Uh, again, not going for best from each individual team. I'm going for a try to get a good overall balanced team. Yeah, that's what I tried to do, but I also wanted to go off World Cup performance yeah. as well. So uh, on the left, I've got Mbappe. Centrally, I've got Messi, obviously. And on the right, I've got Saka, uh, who <laughs> who I thought was really... Yeah, good I thought he was really good in this tournament. It's a good option at right wing as well. Oh, yeah, I the, need the, to... the France game, he was incredible. I didn't think he yeah. was that good. The, the, I always felt like with Saka, he needs a bit of fire. He's very. He comes across very timid on the pitch. He needs a, when, when I, think, I feel like the amount of times he was not getting free kicks in that France game, he got annoyed and you yeah. could tell. And he started to just play how well he, you know, he can play. But yeah, I, I'm a fan of Saka. Yeah, so uh, I've, uh, I've popped him in there because obviously we do need an England player. So I thought that was a good choice. Uh, Gaski, yeah. let me have you midfield, please. Uh, midfield three, I've gone for Bellingham. That's the English show. Okay. Casemiro, the yes. show. And Gr- Griezmann, my fan show. Very good. All strong picks. I've also gone for Casemiro. I thought he was probably Brazil's best player. Maybe yeah. more Richarlison. Yeah. Um, I've gone for Bruno Fernandes because mm-hmm. I thought he I was, was I was going to go Bruno yeah because I, I thought he was if, it, it's a shame because if Griezmann didn't exist he'd quite easily make the team of the tournament I think yeah, but, yeah I think so but Griezmann does exist so that's a thing yeah I thought can Bruno I, can was I just, as a United fan can I just say now right I know he has these times when he's shit and he moans and stuff but he's a fantastic footballer people oh, yeah. who downplay him he is oh, he's very good <laughs> just need to show him more he's very I guess good. And, uh, he needs to shut up that's what he needs to do <laughs> And then I've moment. got uh, my fav- my favourite player at this tournament, uh, Morocco's Unahi, uh, their number eight. I couldn't get... Uh, yeah, I wanted to put him in as well. Who oh, was... I, I hated this, by the way. I hated doing this team because I had to take people out I didn't want to take out. It was not fun. I thought Unahi was genuinely brilliant. Was. Um, and he was he played for? On... 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 So he... They're, they're like this. Ooh. Yeah. The money, money to the exactly. bank. No idea if that's how it's pronounced, by the way. It's it's it's. It's not going to be angers, is it? Well, exactly. So I'm assuming it's <laughs> yeah. on sure. But yeah, so yeah. He, I think he's he's like 22 years old. He's had one full season in France. This is now his second season. Uh, it's I mean it's 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 never wise to scout purely based off World Cup stuff, but surely yeah, think, he's worth a look at. I mean, in the past, he's been bad ones, but there's been some good ones. Because I think Özil was to Madrid from Schalke to Madrid, and just Hammers Hammers was like kind of. I think he'd already gone to Monaco though for big money, so yeah. Don't think that really counts, but yeah, I think I think Urza was the last one, and he was good shout. So Kilo Navas was a good one to be fair. Yeah, there's been a few, there's been a few decent ones, yeah. So it yeah. could be, never know. Yeah, that, that's that's a really, I'm really happy that midfield Casemiro, Unahi, and Fernandez. 
this is where it gets interesting now because we've, we've uh, but this is where my interest shows. We've <laughs> obviously used up most of the teams that reached the quarterfinals, so we've had to throw in some round of sixteen teams. So it gets a bit trickier now. Sagaski, let me have your goalkeeper and defense, please. Oh, goal! I've got Chesney. I also have Chesney. Uh, right back, I've gone Delo. Okay, interesting. Uh, left back, I put Perisic again because I couldn't think of a left back. That's fair enough. Uh, the centre backs, I've got Rodri. I also have Rodri. And my fun shout was that Sutar guy for uh, Australia because I thought he was fucking brilliant. Oh. Big six foot six guy, and he was an animal. Interesting. Okay, I can't even really remember him to be honest. I just remember him from the I think it was the, the Argentina game, and he was just just there blocking everything that they were throwing at him, and I just thought he was brilliant. I like that. Uh, yeah, as I say, I've also got Chesney, who I, who was very good. Um, oh, yeah. wasn't good against France to be fair, but he did save a penalty from Messi. Uh, he was good in the Mexico game, was it? Uh, yeah, I thought he yeah. had a decent tournament overall. Uh, right back, I've got... Uh, I don't know how it's pronounced. He plays for Senegal. Uh, uh, Sabayi, Sabali. Uh, he was oh, good yeah. in the group stages. Didn't have that good a game against England, but no one did. But I think that's a decent shout, shout for right back. Uh, I've gone for uh, uh, Vardiol. Again, Croatia. Yeah. Also went for Rodri. I thought that uh, both Rodri and Laporte, to be honest, I thought were really good for Spain. Um, yeah. The reason why they got knocked out was because they didn't score especially enough goals. Of, especially out of position as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, how, how many? I mean, they didn't concede that many goals. I feel like Spain. They went out on a nil-nil. Oh, they, they, they? They, just, they just. So believe it or not, after Gary Neville said that Spain lacked goals and then they put seven past Costa Rica, he was right. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They just lack goals. Absolutely. And then my sort of. It's not. It's sort of cheating. Uh, but a left back, I've gone for Ake. Now, I know that he didn't play at left back. I know he played left centre half, but he can play at left back, so I'm putting him in there. I don't really care. Uh, and I thought Ake was Netherlands' again, I thought he was one of Netherlands' best yeah. players. Nobbins has spoken. He doesn't <laughs> care. Simple. Simple as that. There we go. Well, I think those are, those are two pretty. Those, we've, we've yeah, done some, some teams there. Some nice variety. Teams, to be fair, yeah. Quite fun, it? Quite fun doing those. You'll have to do them more often in the podcast because I quite enjoy them. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's, it's, it's the, the one player per nation one is, is especially interesting because. As we've discussed with our team of the tournament, it's like three or four nations, really, which makes sense yeah. as you yeah. get deeper into the tournament. Um, but there you go. Let us know what you think of our teams and let us know your team uh, of the tournament. And also try to do the one player, a uh, nation one uh, in there as well. Uh, we, we've got, we do have a question from Nob Gas, uh, but Gasky, before we do, I just wanted to ask, do you have any other sort of comments or thoughts on the... Uh, on the World Cup, uh, or indeed the final, uh, just before we move on to that no, question, it was. Uh, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. I don't. Oh, you know, I'm not. I'm not being the young strapping man that I am. I've not witnessed many, many World Cups in my time, but I feel like that's probably from a footballing perspective, probably the best one. It, it, a lot of you know, a lot of quality. Maybe the quality of goals is lower than past tournaments, but. I feel like the quality is the, just the games. I feel like there's so many countries that can compete now mm-hmm. that it makes it so much more interesting. For for Croatia, who have existed since, what, the late 80s, to already have a, what is it, a two bronze medals and a silver medal in the World Cups in four attempts is just impressive. And just things like that. And Morocco, you know, first African team to get to a semi-final. It's, I think it's been a brilliant World Cup. Yeah, lovely storylines. Yeah, I'd, um, yeah it, it, it was very good. Uh Wonder Group, I know a lot of people have been, in my opinion, overrating it. I did think it was exciting, but yeah. I'd, I'd have it as maybe the third best of the 21st century. Uh, but it was still yeah. very good. And it was. It depends what you look for. It's like people, I think people enjoy underdog stories. So, San Arabia beating Argentina, they love that type of thing, you know, and Brazil getting knocked out. Whereas I'd rather what, like 2002, 
all the absolutely amazing players playing at the best of their abilities and that's to me that's why i enjoy the most so yeah yeah i i, I like a bit of both i I, I, yeah. I like the upsets but i also like the high quality of football and uh just what i was alluding to earlier with argentina being the worst champions of this century i yeah. think in terms of the quality of the football maybe it wasn't quite at the level that it could have been maybe that's because of the the like relatively uh quick build up time to yeah. it and then and then knowing full well you're going straight back out <laughs> yes well today well yeah it was, so, it's well, it came cups on today so there yeah, we go exactly well we're recording this on the on the 20th and in two days time it's city versus liverpool in yeah. the uh, in the league cup so no idea how that's yeah. going to work i think city will have like five fit senior players i, I think uh i think most of them are back well not united the the quarter finalists are back so they're back but are they going to be fit enough to play against well, Liverpool? Uh, you, you don't yeah you don't know do you after a break you don't know. i mean they've been playing not really had a break up there <laughs> they've been playing so You're not wrong. yeah so uh but yes uh we shall see uh are you excited for the return of club football as well yeah i am it's, it's gonna be weird to get back into it. i don't know if i'm like ready i think i was on a break but don't get that oh, yeah. christmas is coming up to be fair christmas is it, is, up. it is it is yeah but then boxing day back to bloody football <laughs> <laughs> right what's your so so we're, we're not doing a podcast until uh this will be our, this will be the last podcast of the year fbi chaps uh so uh merry christmas uh, uh just, let me just slip that in there question gasky i haven't planned this just want to ask you what are your thoughts on boxing day football uh, not really far about it to be honest well think about it now because i'm asking you yeah uh, i mean it, it's evidence uh, my, my opinion has always been why have we got two domestic cups why? I I still think there should be an argument for your, especially European playing Premier League teams should have to opt in to it, just because it's too, it's too many matches. It, it's ridiculous how many games they got to play. The fact, that, especially this year, they've got to play a League Cup game, then they've got to play a Boxing Day game, and then they play in what two days after. Three days after, because again. In 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 Gasky's rage, he slammed out I, on the I table. I moved my camera. I know. Moved the I camera ignored it. He's so angry, so passionate about it. this subject. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> oh, just to, and again, just uh, just Go touching on. on the amount of games there are. What are your, what's, what's your reaction to the bold FIFA frauds uh, statement that the the Club World Cup is going to be? Oh, that's shite. What's this? What's he on about now? Oh, Gasky grounds your gears. is back. Where's this come from? <laughs> I know what he's thinking. He's thinking FIFA, because FIFA has always been jealous of UEFA's Champions League, which is every year. FIFA's World Cup is obviously only once every four years. That's why they wanted to move it to once every two years. And that's why they now want to make the Club World Cup a relevant competition. So that's why they want to make it like this. But where do they think that we're, they're going to get all these extra matches from? Like, you, you, you're, treating, you're, treating, you're treating human beings like cattle. It's like it's weird. How how can a human being do that? I, I, well, well, what well, we've we've seen was it when Liverpool played in it most recently? That was only two games, but they physically couldn't. They had to play. A, they had to play another game the day after, didn't they? Yes, yeah. and half there and half here. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so so Klopp, you can't. Yes, yeah, so like Klopp and the and the main squad had to go and to wherever the competition was being hosted, yeah. and then it was like children playing against yeah. Aston Villa, and they got punished five nil or something. Yeah, and that, and and also that's FIFA's fault for giving Qatar the Blue World Cup. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so so if it's if so if it's, he said it's going to be like a World Cup, thirty-two teams. How many games is that? Three in the group stages, round of sixteen, quarterfinal, semi-final, final. 
So it's a five extra games, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. The two, the two additional is mental well, enough. Well, you look at the you look at the World Cup. It's what it's four or five weeks that you've got to, you've got to now find. You're basically you're so the limited summers. So the world's best players in four years have their their continental truck cup and the World Cup. They get two summers off, and you're now removing another summer. So you're giving these players one summer to yeah. themselves, pretty much. It's it's so weird because it's it's every year. It would be every year as well, wouldn't it? I just don't yeah. get it. And, oh, okay, every year. So they don't. So you basically, these people don't get summer. Yeah, they don't get a rest. Basically, I just don't. The only way I can yeah. really think of it being done is if you say if like the European teams just decide right. Well, we can only send our youth team. Because you'd that's have, what they should, that's what, you'd have to make league football, wouldn't you? You're well, they they're well. Look at it this way: the under twenty threes for the Premier League teams or the big teams play in the Papa John's Trophy, don't they? So they're 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 happy to go and play against you know. I think United played against Bolton the other day, mm. you know, and they're playing in these these big games. These are their big games they're getting, and then obviously I think if you're going to tell them that you're going to go and play against the best country, best teams in the world, they'll probably snap your hand off here. It, but it's just yeah, that's what'll end up happening. Yeah, it's just so, really weird. I, I can't really... I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see how it could happen. I know that it can't work, so... You think... And hope... I mean, hopefully, if, if for example, if, like, the... If UEFA, who, who don't like FIFA, if they came together and collectively said, no, we are not going to let you do... Or, or if, like, the Premier League teams, for example, came together and said, well, no, we're just not going to release our teams for this competition, then it would be dead in the water because... I, I, I Okay, I was going to say no offense, but yeah, I guess I I, I don't I don't care. Um, Non-European club sides, realistically, and I'm being elitist here. Realistically, no. it's only the European sides that are like, and, and a couple of South American ones that are, that are like actually relevant to respect to club well, football. What, well, what do they have? They have uh, probably a league that's got limited number of players in it, and a one domestic cup. They play not as many games as these European teams play. So they'll yeah. be up for it, but the rest won't. Yeah, exactly. And and you can say, oh, that's that's really elitist. I guess, yeah, it is. To be honest, I I, I guess it is. Um, but well, that's I, where all, that's where all the best players play. Yeah, I, but just I, how I it is. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, so yeah, so we we are looking at it with you know European club lenses, but yeah, of course we are because they're the ones most affected. And, and all these um, and all these teams and these players have got to deal with the new. But the UEFA Champions League structure in a couple of years, so got yeah, more games <laughs> yeah. as well, yeah. Um, which I just don't really uh, understand. And already, it's a, uh, this is somehow turned into a rant on the Club World Cup. <laughs> you you got a free segment here, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but, but I mean, let, let's be honest. Already, it, it's not an irrelevant trophy to win because it's still a nice trophy to win. But honestly, again, from a, from a European club perspective, it's you don't really care about, like, for example, when United won it, did you really care that much? I, I didn't even pay attention. I didn't know. I forgot they were playing in it, to be honest. Yeah. It's, for me, really it's, it, sort, yeah. it's sort of like on par with, like, the Community Shield sort of vibe. It's like that sort of... It's like It a, is. It's just, you, you're going... It's nice it's, to it's win. Those, and all I, remember, all I remember from it, like, when United played in it was do you end up three games behind everyone else in a very competitive league? And then it's like you you feel like you're under more pressure because you're like oh we have to win these games in hand now yeah and that was then and this is yeah. now with an extra yeah. five games or in two yeah. years whenever yeah. they want to introduce it so hopefully that gets pushed back against um, but it's just another example of uh, FIFA's greed and this president is literally worse than Set Blatter and, and I did not think that was possible um, but there we go right that was a little rant there uh, sorry about that oh well, I'm not sorry about that actually no, I thought that was a good cathartic rant. In fairness, and justified as well, because uh, he's a 
He's a big fraudulent man in Fantino or wherever he's... Never never cars. hire a bald man. Learn. <laughs> what was, who said that? Was that Gandhi? <laughs> Me. <laughs> you just then. Quote, no. quote, Gatsky, never hire a bald man. There we go. They're so flaws. that was the World Cup. That was the World Cup final. That was a, a little rant. Uh, I can't remember if I cut you off or not when I asked you those supplementary questions, Gatsky, but uh, did you have any final oh. thoughts on the World Cup? Uh, no. Nope, <laughs> no. Fair news. Fair news. We now go to uh, Nobcast. We just got a one a, a quick cheeky question uh, from DR. Thank you so much for your questions, guys. And thank you all for your support on the old Patreon. Uh, and DR asks, it's a Christmas question because it's a Christmas. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner. Uh, what was yours and Gasky's most memorable Christmas present? Uh, Gasky, do you have an answer for me? Ooh, well... So that is a good question because there's been a lot. Um, in terms off. of, well, not not in that way. Shush. <laughs> uh, um, in terms of memorable, yeah, I'd probably say back in the day when I um went through my Lego Star Wars phase, I remember wanting the MTT, you know, the droid carrying units. Oh, the brown one from from the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you couldn't get it anywhere. Mm. And I remember my auntie, she went, I, I realised, my mum told me she went to the effort of going on eBay, finding one, and then somehow getting one. Mm. And then I got it for Christmas and I was amazed because I, I, cause she told me that she won't be able to get it because it's Wonderful. sold out everywhere. That's good. Do you still have it? No. <laughs> Aww, I've, no. I've, I've, still so, got, I've still got mine. It's on, it's on a shelf. Um, on display. I, I, not here, do but... you know what? I need to go and look at my mum and dad's loft because I reckon there's loads of Lego in there. God knows well, what's in that loft. Especially nowadays, it's quite expensive. Lego. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's very collectible. Doesn't appreciate. Doesn't no. appreciate. No. Uh, that's, that's a really nice present. Uh, a very good shout. Uh, on a similar line, uh, one, one of my favourites was probably uh, a Lego Star Wars, um, you know, the AT-AT from the Battle of Hoth in the oh, Empire yes. Strikes Back. But it, was all, it had a battery in it, so it's automated. So it walks. It walks. It walks on its own. Yeah, how sick is that? Uh, and that's that, that's that, that's in uh that's in my uh, my games room. That's the that's the smaller one, isn't it? Because there's a new one in that's like huge. Uh, I, I, I it's that big, maybe. Yeah, I think there's like an ultimate one. I mean, that's massive. Oh, now. Yeah, it's not an ultimate one, yeah. <laughs> it's, me- um, but it's just mental Lego nowadays. But uh, probably the most memorable one was when I was when I was properly into. I, I still I still like it but when I was properly into collecting Yu-Gi-Oh, and I was missing one piece of Exodia, the Forbidden One, and he did the left arm, I think. And Ooh. and it was it, that that was before like all the reprints came out, so it was like yeah. an original one, so it's quite expensive, I I, I imagine. Um, How do you wrap that up? <laughs> well, it it, 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 it was like it was like the, one of the first ones I opened as well. It was like in a little yeah. stocking, and I was like, oh, wow. is complete yeah. now. Yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. Uh, but yeah, lo- loads of uh, lovely examples just, of presents. Just to add to the old Christmas stories. I remember I did I did get a bike once, and I rode it down the uh, the patio stairs and. Cut me open, just to just to add an extra little bit to the story. Why so that was, that was that? an interesting present. What was going through your brain? I was a child. I'm an idiot. That's what kids do. Kids are stupid. They just mm. do stupid shit. They go, "This looks fun. Let's do this." A and E, not good just, enough. Just kids. A and E. Oh, but there we go, guys. Thank you so much uh, for listening to us uh, this year. Uh, we're going to take a break now because it's Christmas, uh, and, and, we, and, and we want to break. And we want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back in the new year. I'm sure there'll be like a match a, a, after a match week of uh, Premier League football. I'm sure. In fact, let me see when the uh, next fixtures are because there might there might be a particular match week we might want to talk about. So, for example, Chelsea. It looks like oh Chelsea. 
God, City played Chelsea and then Chelsea and then Man United all 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 in a row. Uh, Ooh, and it looks it is spicy. And that race could be over by the end of Jan. <laughs> <laughs> and that game is on the fifth of January. So maybe like the week week commencing of that match, we we kind of look to do the next podcast. Uh, but that will be in uh, the new year. Where club football resumes. Uh, I've been Nobbins. Gasky's been Gasky. Gasky, do you have any final what? final words for our, our viewers going into the festive period? Because you're not going to see them until the new year now. No, no, I won't. Um, oh, I, I will well, as a fantastic Christmas. Get all all the goodies that you want. Uh, and that fantastic new year. We'll see you then. And potentially there may be a Nobbins versus Gasky live stream watch along of the Manchester Derby. Oh. It may happen. It might it may happen. happen if Gasky and it wants to do it. Tears for me. So. Or me. You never know. Never know. You could see you could see me gloating over him just while he's stressing out his team and I've just got my beady eyes and a big smile on my face. Beady eyes. <laughs> on him like, mm. There we go. Uh thank you as I say, thank you so much for uh watching. Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast. Give us some uh, thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Please make sure to leave a like on the video. And in the new year, we'll be bringing back ball busters and we'll be bringing back the mini games uh, as well. But until then, Gasky's been Gasky. Goodbye, Gasky. Bye. I've been Nobbins. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time.